Good morning, good morning, good morning to each and everyone. Welcome. Today, we're going to be speaking about Our thoughts set the predisposition of the outward life. And the scripture verse we're using today is from John 5, verse 19. And it states, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son cannot do anything of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. People of God, our thoughts set the predisposition of the outward life. And what we're seeing in this scripture today, Jesus is explaining at length that what the Father does, the Son does. The Son cannot independently do a thing, only what he sees the Father doing. What the Father does, the Son does. The Father loves the Son and includes him in everything he is doing. However, we have not seen half of it yet. For in the same way that the Father raises the dead and creates life, so does the Son. The Son gives life to anyone He chooses. When you look at this, think about a little child, a babe. That first year, first two years, that child is doing exactly what the parents are doing. They're mimicking the parents. They want to do everything that the parent does. As the child gets older, and if the relationship between the parent and the child is such that the child finds it a loving situation, they tend to want to mimic the parent. Whatever the parent is doing, how the parent walks, how the parent sits, how the parent eats, they want to do exactly what the parent is doing. They are exemplifying or they are doing the things that they see the parent do. That is what Jesus is saying here. That the son does what the father does. And he's speaking about himself and he's saying that he has seen the father do all these things therefore he is doing them. The Son can do nothing of Himself. We are healthy only as we are in unity with God, with good, which is God. However, the Father showeth the Son. That is, it is revealed to us 
through the innermost parts of our being that there is a complete unity, perfect wholeness. I want you to take a moment and think that the things that you do, the attitudes that you display, the behaviors that you display, the decisions that you make, and the critical thinking, would you agree that many of them have been based on what your parents did or those individuals who you were raised with did? And I know that some of you will say, Pastor Boyce, no. And I'm here to tell you that it is so. Now how can I be so certain that it is so? If the relationship between your parent or your guardian was one that you despised or you did not like, then the decisions that you make today are usually contrary or counter to what they did. So you look at what they did and you say, I am not going to do that. You are not going to go down the road and make the decisions that they made because you felt that their decisions were not good. So, this is an absolute, this is true. You do what you see the Father do. You may choose to go the counter to it because you for whatever reason felt that it was not something that you favored it was not something that you thought would bring you happiness how many of us over the years have found ourselves making decisions that in our youthful years was contrary to what we were taught. We made a deliberate decision that we will not follow the footsteps of our parents. Some of you call it generational curses. And some of you followed those same patterns and behaviors that you saw parents or relatives within your environment do or did and then you try to claim that it is a generational curse you did not think you did not look to see the good in it you accepted it as it was given we have this story that we talk about constantly as an example of that. The child, the family at the family dinner and the mother's cooking the ham and she cuts off the ends of the ham and the little child says, Mom, why are you cutting off the ends of the ham when there's so much good meat on them? And the mother says, I saw my mother do it, so I'm just following and the little child goes to the grandmother and asks the grandmother 
And the grandmother said, I saw my mother doing it, and I did it. And so the great-grandmother was there at the time, and she went and asked the great-grandmother, why? And the great-grandmother stated, my pot was too small. How many of us have accepted what we see others doing, what we've seen the family doing or did over the years without even questioning whether or not it was valid, whether there was a validity of it? Here we are seeing that Jesus is talking about good things. He's talking about whatever the Father showed the Son it is revealed to us through the innermost parts of our being that there is a complete unity a perfect wholeness sometimes we have to change we have to question because you have the God within you you have the comforter within you and you know innately when something is not right there is that barometer, there's that inner guidance that tells you, you innately know that it is not right, it is something is wrong. And in so doing, and so analyzing, you are able to make the shift. But you have to put the work in. The Bible says, faith without works is dead. That faith comes forth. But you do not want to work to get the correct answer. You do not want to work to understand what really is being said. And in so doing, you find yourself speaking about generational curses. Generational curses is those individuals who know the truth and choose to ignore or question those things that they know innately are not right. People of God, as this concept of unity takes place, it brings with it high authority. The Father quickens the Son, and the Son quickens whom He will, as the individual's state of thought becomes unified with goodness and love, it automatically reflects those in whatsoever direction the thought goes. Your thoughts, your goodness, everything is a reflection of your inner. As you go through your day, as you meditate, you have the choice you make the choice to follow good to accept what has been told or follow the negative the choice is yours see what it is that you are doing who are you following what are you following what thoughts are in you that are coming out what is the expression what is your life like right now we know that bad things happen to good people we know that there are 
bullies there are individuals who feel that they have a right to take the lives of others to display human beings from their homes because they think that they should have certain powers and they feel that they are one of those individuals that holds all the cards when we look into the gospel in Mark, Mark 10, 28-31, we see Jesus talking about the persecutions. He said, Who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age? Houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions it goes on to say that eternal life in this age to come and at the end of it all those who were first will be last and the last will be first because you have given up all these things to be with him to be in his coming to be known as a son of daughter doesn't matter what the challenges that you are going through each day. Know that you are walking in your divine anointing. You have the choice. You can choose to do what you see the Heavenly Father do. And, and, and that is the inside, that inner voice that speaks to you, that tells you that it is the right thing to do. When you choose to operate in that realm, can I tell you that you will start to see the blessings, you will start to see the goodness of God, you will start to see the unfolding of His magnificence. People of God, there will be no more lack. People of God, there will be love. How many of you live alone and yet you feel a joy in being able to be alone and knowing that there is a joy that is in your heart because at the end of the day you can sit down and review your day and you could see God in your day you could see the presence of God in your day you can rejoice in his goodness you can rejoice in the glory of what that day was like. Likewise, there are many individuals who have a challenge being alone in the physical sense. Because when you are connected to the divine, you are never alone. You could be walking through your home and you could be singing. You could be rejoicing. You could be looking around and seeing God's hand all around you. But there are many individuals who have amassed things, but there's no joy in their hearts. Because they have disconnected. It is all about greed. It is all about want. It is all about coveting. Nothing is enough. 
when you operating with the Father, when you operating with the, the Son says He will give you. The Father said, there will be a table prepared for you in the presence of your enemy. Imagine the table spread. Anything that you desire is there. He told you to leave everything and follow me. And in so doing, he has given you a spread. There is no one who has given up house or brother or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times more now, now, in this present age. He didn't say in the afterlife. You know, we like to sing these many songs where we're talking about the by and by. No, Jesus is saying to you that right now, in this present age, right now, this is where you are going to see your abundance. This is where you're going to have your glory. This is where you're going to be able to rejoice. How sweet it is. How sweet it is to know that your goodness you will see the fruit of your goodness in this life. This life. That's what he's saying. In this present age, in this time, you will see it. As the individual state of thought becomes unified with goodness and love, as your thought process, as you start to see the God you start to make the decisions to change your life for the better you start to make the decisions and you start to see the God in them in the decisions that you make you will see the goodness and love it automatically reflects in whatever direction you choose to send your thoughts Yes, people of God, you are the one who sets the direction. As I said at the beginning, you make the choice and chooses the direction to follow the things that you see your parents or those individuals who raise you to do. You follow it. You either choose to follow because you saw love, because you saw love during that time, or you choose not to because you choose to disconnect because you did not like the direction that they chose or the involvement that you had with them. You choose a different direction because you thought it was not what you wanted. How many of you have children and you choose to bring up the children in a way totally different from how you were raised as a child by your parents. You went from one extreme to the next. Some of you may just find the right focus and operate within that framework. But there are many who have gone different directions. Well, this morning I want to tell you this. That it comes down to this the tendency 
of this inner thought sets the predisposition of their outward life. So whatever you choose, whatever that direction you choose, that is where your thoughts will line up and everything that you do, that will be the foundation of how you start to set your life. So as we conclude this morning, knowing that our thoughts set the predisposition of our outward life, let us analyze what has gone before. Let us really look and do not just conclude that this is a generational curse. No, there's nothing I believe, I personally believe, there's not anything called a generational curse. It is what we have seen in our lives and we know that there is something inside us that is saying that it is not really 100%. But let us challenge it. If I say to you this morning, that many of us have been in denominations and we have just accepted whatever the pastors have said. We've accepted whatever they have said that we should do and we've taken that as the gospel, the law. Some of us have had to sit in the back of the church or been outed because of those decisions of men but we never questioned I'm not saying or advocating that you create a riot or whatever but as you go through question and that is a very great challenge that you will have because you would not know what to question or how to question this is why we offered the biblical studies, not Bible studies, biblical studies on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the conference line. This is why we have that. During those sessions, what we do is forget the denominations and look at the Word of God. Not from the perspective of denomination, but from the word itself and we know that in the next two questions you will then bring in the denominational component that you have we are helping you to change your lives for the better to set your thoughts with a new predisposition so that you can have a hundred times more blessings right now as Jesus said. I'm going to stop here this morning.